Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are floating through Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. We are joined again by Crystal Beth from The Fifth Element. Welcome back. Hello, thank you for having me again. We are discussing minute number 32, which begins with Sebastian singing The Chub Plays the Tub, as we see a chub playing something. I guess the tub. Uh, it ends with Sebastian singing each little slug here, cutting a rug here. And we see two sea slugs cutting a rug, as he has described. And it, minute 32 of The Little Mermaid features Sebastian continuing to sing about life under the sea. Flounder whispering in Ariel's ear something. And Flounder and Ariel swimming away unnoticed. Which yeah. is the worst. Flounder. It's right in the middle of this performance. Why? Flounder is a bad friend right here. This is like the most amazing song I don't Academy Award winning song. I don't want to swim away from it. I want to keep listening to it. I, I like I can't turn it off when it comes on on my phone. I know. Uh, well, maybe this is something that Sebastian does all the time. Like we don't, like, we're no, we're just getting a slice of their life right now. What if he breaks into song all the time and she's like, so good at always listening, and then this time she's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And then also in Flounder's defense, he just got her a really good present. And if I have a present that I want to give to John for his birthday and I get it a week or two early, I'm like, do you want it now or, or do you want to wait for your birthday? <laughs> because I can't wait, no matter what we're doing. I'm like, hey, hey, you want this present that I just got you? <laughs> Come and look at it. And it, yeah, maybe that's what's going on there. He's just really, really excited. I still feel like Flounder, yeah. oh, Sebastian... For how much he ruined this whole moment. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. this is so well choreographed. And at the end, they are ready for Ariel to be in that spot. And then she's not there. Yeah. But that's a little bit of tomorrow. <laughs> um, I noticed that this this song is sort of... With, with, with Ariel swimming away, it's sort of like, I just can't wait to be king in The Lion King. Where Simba sets up a song so that he can sneak away from basically... Sebastian, except it's Zazu. Um, and in this one, it's Sebastian singing a song and then Ariel sneaks away. So it, it's all about the distraction during the song. Right. I, I I see that. So so since we had Crystal Beth on for Whistle While You Work, <laughs> and now we have her on for Under the Sea, when so we get to Lion to King, to be... do we have to have her on for... I just can't wait, can't wait to be I don't know. I feel like... I feel like Whistle While You Work isn't the same song in the in the scheme of Snow White as this song is in this and I Can't Wait to Be King is in Lion King. But we could yeah. we could try and keep going with that system. <laughs> I think we're gonna stick okay with, with the, it as much as possible, the the critters for Crystal Beth. Yes, yes. I like it. I we'll call we'll call those like weeks Crystal's Critters. Crystal's Critters. I love it. <laughs> That's the best. You you have you have your own feature on Disney Animation Minute Essentials now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Can I mention something about the the song and the making of the song before we yes. get further into it? 
So it's about this point when the colors start changing and you see more... It gets really bright. Bright yellows and oranges. oranges and reds rather than the blue. And they wanted this because the orchestra changes colors as well. Uh, having Because the instruments get more into it as the animals start playing instruments. And they they wanted the animation to change to kind of reflect that and to make this hot crustacean band hot it's in, so good in the colors <laughs> and, and but guess who had a complaint about this uh jeffrey yes jeffrey katzenberg he said but it's blue under the sea it's like you have to have blue so they had to have some blue around the edges of the Gosh. frame sometimes to jeffrey. keep him happy but they still had all this they still, orange like, and did red. Their, did their thing. Like, Jeffrey, you're making a mermaid movie. Mm-hmm. And it's weird when people stick to, like, what they're, but they're like, no, but it's water. But, like, we have fish singing in English. <laughs> but I also, like, I always have to, like, kind of temper my reaction to Jeffrey Katzenberg's comments because we wouldn't be having this movie if he hadn't said, no, we're going to go ahead and make it. Yeah. Because, like, it was going to get canned. But then he had... But then he had all the this these, complaints. Yeah, these comments. It's like, no, just let them make it. Yeah. But then also uh, for the demo for of the, the, of the song. song, Howard Ashman sang the demo. And it kind of became the blueprint of how Samuel E. Wright would, would sing it. But Samuel Wright, like, he... He sang it. Like, he, he he did his. He he, work he did for his this. work. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to talk more about him tomorrow. Okay, I just I'm so conflicted about Jeffrey Katzenberg because like, okay, you made sure that the movie happened, but then you also almost took out part of your world. Ugh, like you almost like which would have ruined this movie if you don't have that song. You got to have that song to balance songs like this, right? So, I don't know how I feel about this guy. And then he en- ultimately ended up leaving. Yeah, so. he, he left and, and helped form DreamWorks, so. Yeah. Who knows? Well, we can get in. All right, let's, let's, are we ready for fish facts? Yes. All right. Okay. Kestra did a lot of research. I wanted to make sure that the research gets to shine right here. Thank Good. you. Because there's, there's a lot of fish that get brought up in this song. Yes. So, we're starting from... Yesterday, with the sturgeon and the ray. They get the urge and they start to play. Yes. So the sturgeon, there are 27 known species, and they can grow quite large, ranging from 7 to 12 feet in length. That's that's real big. That's big. 12 feet? Mm-hmm. 12 feet. That's, that's really long fish. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's, uh, yeah. I wouldn't want to see that in the ocean if I was swimming. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Are surgeon, like, scary fish? Uh. To, to, to put it, you know, technically, are they scary fish? They're, like, flat. They look like yeah. dinosaurs. Which yeah. is a fun thing. Like, they're very, like, angular at the mouth and bony, and they, they look like a, Something from a dinosaur era. Well, okay. fun fun fact about that 
they are known as primitive fishes because their their characteristics and their bones have not really changed much since the earliest fossil record. They oh. are dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. So that's the sturgeon. Yeah. And they um they taste pretty good. They kind of have a hard texture. Like the, uh, it's not like a light flaky fish. It's actually oh. like biting into a substantial piece of meat. Okay. Uh, they can also live up to 50 to 60 years on average. And but they don't ma- start mating until about fifteen to twenty years so, old. So almost a human lifespan. Yes. Wow. And they're found in subtropical and subarctic waters in North America and Eurasia. Okay. Most we're we're get, we're just getting a lot of these fish possibly couldn't actually be near Denmark. <laughs> yes, it's very possible. Then okay. we get to the ray, Mister Ray. Because it's the sturgeon and the ray. They they're get, they're buddies. They're buddies. Yeah, and they see each other and they're like, ah, let's start playing music. Oh, and the sturgeon <laughs> he he picks up two corals and starts playing them like horns, like horns, kind of. I I think it's more like a a soprano saxophone, okay. but I'm not entirely sure. And then the ray. Mm-hmm. Who picks up two flowers and starts playing them like maracas or tambourines <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. No. But I guess those flowers are just full of little beans. I guess. They're like maracas. <laughs> but there are 500 described species in 13 families. That's a lot of rays. Yes. Um, they, they are named uh, batoids. Okay. Because they are, they look most likely because they look very similar to bats. With that their, doesn't like seem fair. Wings and, and like, I feel like that's not fair though. Just because we found them after bats, they're like, oh, they're like bats. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know, uh, but they're also very similar to sharks. Yes, they're they're like pretty closely related to sharks, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, they feel like sharks. They have that same slippery, slime, slimy skin, which is weird for something in water to have slimy skin, but it mm-hmm. does. Yeah. They live in coastal waters, but some can get to deep waters at le- of uh, around 3,000 meters or 9,800 feet. That's pretty far. Yeah. 9,000 feet? It's pretty deep. Yeah. I Maybe have a picture about- of a... I caught a ray once on a fishing pole. I'll post it in the group when uh, oh. when the minute when comes, comes out. Yep. How big was it? Uh, not that big. Well, I mean, when I was little, it was big. But I think it was probably like maybe a foot long. Okay. From fin wing to wing. Is Kester, are you going to tell us about the, the big rays? The big, the big, big rays? How big they get? I thought I wrote it that down, but I guess I didn't. Because the biggest ones are infinitely fascinating to me. Because they're so big, and I, I, I can hardly believe that they are a real thing. The, the like big, big ones. They're huge. Thirty I, I, feet. Yeah, like they are so wide and and long, and then they have like the big mouths that catch all the little fi- like like tiny fish, and that's how they eat. They're yeah. filter feeders, and I like. I can't believe that they're really that big. 
Yeah, even though yeah. I've seen videos and stuff, but like until I can get to an aquarium and like touch one that's alive. Yeah. Even like from an extreme distance, like like as outstretched, like I just want to like like barely tap my finger on it to make sure it's <laughs> solid because I am afraid that it would swallow me because <laughs> they're so big. But like yeah. the, from the videos I've seen, like it's impossibly huge. I can't believe something can be that wow. big and that wide and that flat and just fly through the water the way they do. Like the way they move. Oh, it's so amazing, but at the same time, so scary. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for rays. Okay. I, I thought I wrote down the, the facts yeah. about the large rays, but... Oh, but they're so big. Just like look up <laughs> giant rays. There's yeah. a, the largest manta ray wingspan ever recorded was 9.1 meters or 30 feet. Oh my gosh. Scary. That's the Atlantic so manta which... rays are solitary swimmers, which are found usually near the surface of the ocean, although they have been recorded to be at depths of 120 meters. Thank you, Google. I did that for you, Kestra. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Back, backing her up. All right, who who do we have next? Well, Sebastian, we also see him playing the steel drums. Kind of, a, It's a steel drums, and then it's also a drum set. Yes, because he, he hits, he like, the a, hi-hat he, yeah, on the side. It's weird, but... But it's fantastic. It's great. <laughs> I then, wish that the, uh, the Blue Lobster was kind of here throughout the song. We don't see him, really, again. Yeah. Uh, but then we have the newt, which plays the flute. The newt plays the flute, uh, and it's so it's a, it's a kind of salamander. Okay, and it's semi-aquatic, so most uh, are like spend time sometimes in the water and then other times on uh, land. On land, but there are a few that will spend their whole time underwater. So they can like breathe underwater. Yes. There are about 100 species. Um, they are able to regenerate limbs, eyes, spinal cords, hearts, intestines, and upper and lower jaws. But not wow. brains. So pretty much everything except the brain. Yeah. So so if you have to fight newts, <laughs> it's like fighting zombies. You've got to go for the brain. <laughs> it's like a zombie. Um, and then this fun fact. Newts are also known as tritons or tritonists, um, named for the mythical Triton. What? Triton. Yes, in historical literature, and um, Triton remains in use as a common name in some Romance languages, like in Greek, Russian, Bulgarian. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, but I, I thought that was a fun fact because that's a very fun King fact. Triton. So okay, but the new and he plays the flute, which didn't he, he, he was he playing was, it more like a recorder, but it sounded like a flute. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Kestra knows her her instruments, and Kestra plays the flute, so she would know about that one for sure. Yes. The carp plays the harp. Pretty straightforward. Yes, it's it's a harp. Yeah, looks like a harp. <laughs> sounds like a harp. Yeah. Um. It's. I dropped my papers. Okay. Uh -huh. <clears throat> the carp plays the harp. It is uh, a, it's a, there are various species of this freshwater fish. Um, so it shouldn't be in the ocean. No, but it is uh, native to Europe and Asia. So it's native to. In the to, area. In the but area, not but the not in the ocean. Maybe they're in like a little like river outlet area so there's enough fresh water in the right spots maybe 
But there is one type of carp, uh, a tribolodon, which tolerates seawater. Okay. Carps oh. are garbage oh. fish, aren't they? They're like, they'd like eat trash. I think so. Yeah. A lot of fish are garbage fish. Anything that's flat and on the bottom is pretty much a garbage fish, which is most of the fish in this section of the minute or of the song. Huh. Koi are um, very are related to the, the, carp. the carp. Okay. Uh, Who's next? So then we get to the place which play the bass. Not to be confused with the bass who played the brass, which is <laughs> spelled the same. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. It's a bass, and listening to it sounds more like an ele- like an, an electric, electric bass, guitar like, bass. Yeah, rather than that's not an upright string bass, right? That's, no, that's a definitely like an electric bass. Yes, and the bass is two octopi with four, with four of their of legs, their legs com- like. Tied to each other? Yeah, stretched yeah. between each other. Um, it is a common uh, a common name used for a group of flatfish. The place? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, the, the term place uh, comes from 14th century Anglo-French. They are characterized by their smooth brown skin with distinctive red spots and bony ridge- ridges. Um, this is mostly characteristics of the european place okay they very close to flounder (laughs) yes they they are um it it, the european place is basically a right-eyed flounder that can be found at 200 meters deep okay and their maximum recorded length is 100 centimeters and maximum age is 50 years okay got it then we get the the bass on the brass. The bass on the brass. There are four bass. With four three, brass. Yes. Three are playing trumpets, I think. And then one has a sousaphone, which is basically the marching band instrument of the tuba. Marching tuba. Yes. It's the one that like wraps around your, your body. You like yes. you like slide <laughs> into the sousaphone yes. instead of just holding on to it. Yes. The word bass comes from Middle English bars, meaning perch. Okay. They are intelligent creatures. So what does they, that mean? Like, they, like, at what point does it become intelligent? They, they, if, if one almost gets caught by a fisherman, mm-hmm. but is able to swim away, they know that to area avoid, they know is. that area and they know to avoid hooks of that kind and everything. Okay. So they're arguably arguably the smartest of any game fish. Okay. They um do have a sixth sense which helps them with the um with like sensing things around them. So Is it electrically based or uh it's called a lateral line in their uh scales. Yeah. And it's it's like these pores that fill with water and um, like sense the nerves somehow. Okay, so it's it's kind of more like just a specific type of sense of touch. They're they're able to like feel the vibrations to be able to know if there's danger in the air and stuff. Okay, still sounds to me like it's in the air it's, in the water. <laughs> it's basically a sense of touch, but yeah. if they want to call it a sixth sense, okay. And then they are attracted to the color red. Wow. Oh. 
Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So that was all up from yesterday's minute. Right. Oh, that's yesterday's minute. Okay, so now we're starting with the chub that plays the tub. Yes, the chub. Okay. Which, the tub is like a percussion kind of instrument. Yeah, I, I think they say tub as in like an upside down wash tub kind of thing. Like yeah. an old school uh, instrument. It's a common fish name, um, and it pertains to any one of a number of ray-finned fish. Okay. Uh, the European chub is a freshwater fish. Okay. So if this is supposed to be the European chub, it's... I'm thinking freshwater outlet. (laughs) Yes. Um, They can get to a maximum weight of 60 centimeters or two feet. A maximum pound of... You said maximum weight of... Maximum length is what I meant. And of of 60 centimeters or two feet and a maximum weight of 15 to 18 pounds. That's that's a good size fish. Yeah. Yeah. They're usually used as bait. They're a good bait fish because they're not very tasty for people, but they're tasty for fish. So if you ever catch them, you just use them as bait. Huh. Because they're not delicious. They're very bony. Okay. Okay. What's next? Uh, the fluke is the Duke of Soul. Yes. Uh, what do you have about flukes? They are a summer flounder. Okay. Uh, and they can change color to match um, and pattern to match their their background. They weigh up to or from one to three pounds, typically about 15 to 20 inches long, but they can get up to 26 pounds. Whoa. That's and huge. the females make up the largest and old, oldest of it, and they can live up to 20 or so years. Wow. Okay. And they're called a fluke off of the northeast U.S. coast. Yeah. So not really in Europe. Right. For whatever reason, I like, obviously, they're doing a caricature with this fluke of somebody. And I could not figure out who it was. Like, I looked up, like, saxophonists, because he's got a saxophone, and I couldn't place it. And then they call him the Duke of Soul, which Duke is a term that's used for... um some jazz and, and blues singing. And I was like, maybe it's supposed to be Duke Ellington. It's not like, I'm pretty sure I, I could not figure out who this was supposed to be kind of a caricature of. Yeah. I was really disappointed that I couldn't place it exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't like, Oh, like the premier saxophonist, obviously. Yeah. He's like, Nope, it's, it's not. So I don't know who this is supposed to be, but it's definitely someone. Mm-hmm. But then we get the ray. He can play. We already talked about rays, but he's playing a marimba, but then his and tail. And this is a different ray. Yes. But his tail is also playing a shell that a little Maybe it's just an extra part of the marimba. Maybe. And then we get the leans on the strings. Yeah, I had not heard about these ones. Which the leans seem to be playing some kind of like viola or violin, maybe a cello. Mm-hmm. They can get, they can reach about two meters in length, which is like seven feet. In adulthood, uh, it it is generally a deep running fish and spends most of its life um, at about 100 meters or more deep in the water. Oh. That's all I could find about on, it. It's, on lings? Yeah. That's okay. The trout rocking out. Yeah. Trout are a pretty common one, I think. Yeah, he he's rocking out with jellyfish. 
Okay. I I think. Or was that the, yeah, jellyfish. Or I thought that was the links. Oh no, the the, 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 the links, links playing are playing the strings, the strings and the, the strings, strings are the, the jellyfish. jellyfish. And then the, the trout, trout is, is just, just two trout rocking out. Yeah, two trout <laughs> rocking out. You they know, are, as trout do. Yes. A little known fact, trout uh their favorite genre of music is rock. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first fish I ever caught. Nice. Was it satisfying? It was. My dad was about to get arrested when it happened, so that was fun. Because he didn't have his fishing license on him. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, Dad, I caught a fish! And my dad was like, dude, you're keeping me away from my daughter's first fish. And as you know, he's a fisherman, so it was kind of a big deal. And then the older uh, game warden had ended up coming by and being like, oh, I know Vance. He always has his... uh, his license on him. Don't worry about it. But I was like, ah, with my trout. And uh, he was about to get arrested. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> the The trout, they get around 16 inches in length and between two and, and eight pounds. But they are typically freshwater. Yeah. So doesn't really. I'm telling you, freshwater outlet. Okay. The blackfish. She sings. Yeah. I couldn't find anything about blackfish except the 2013 film of... Uh, about uh, killer whales. About killer whales. Oh. When I... I mean, I think it's probably in reference to an actual fish. I know there's some stuff online about whether or not this is a racist moment in this song. I think it's caricature. I don't think it's blackface. Um, But I... like. I'm not going to say someone can't be offended by this. Right. So. Right. It's it's there. I think it's meant as caricature um, and not as a a racist representation of anything. Yes. Okay. The smelt and the sprat. They're just. They know where it's at. They know where it's at, but they're just swimming. Yeah. They don't, they're playing instruments. So I think they just wanted to throw in more fish names. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> the smelt is usually common in the North American Great Lakes and so freshwater. Yes. And in lakes and some seas of the, of Northern part of Europe, they grow to about 20 centimeters in length. Though some can reach 70 centimeters and they, um, this is such an odd thing to me with things like fish where it's like, yeah, they're usually about 20 centimeters, but some of them can be more than three times that big. <laughs> like, we don't have that with humans, really. Like, it's like, oh, typically they're five feet, but some of them are 15 feet. <laughs> That's, yeah. I don't understand how that works for different types of animals where it's like, oh, yeah, like the average is this. But some of them, like, we see them all the time and they're this big. Yeah. It's, it's significantly larger. I don't, I don't get it. So there are some in northern part of Europe that can live in the sea, but most of them live in the sea and then breed in the in freshwater, but uh, a, a few spend their whole lives at sea. Okay. The sprat is, uh, usually travels in large schools with other fish, and they swim continuously throughout the day. The European sprat gets to a max length of 16 centimeters. Um, That's just a little guy. Yeah. And max age is six years old. Aw. They're often mistaken for fish like sardines. Okay. Tiny fish. <laughs> Yummy. And then we get the blowfish. Which, okay. Which 
He 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 blows. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, kind of like a uh, the sounds kind of like a tuba. Yeah. Uh, he's, it's believed to be the second most poisonous vertebrate in the world after Whoa. the golden po- poison frog. That's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are more than 120 species of pufferfish okay. or blowfish, mm-hmm. depending on how you want to phrase it. They are found in tropical and subtropical oceans. They are typically small to medium in size, though some can get maximum, or like, greater than 39 um inches is that before they inflate or after i don't know okay i think it's after hard to say for a fish like that but they have um very extremely elastic stomachs which then they fill with water or air when they're outside of water Mm -hmm. to make them larger and spherical Right. So that's uh, the blow. My fish. boyfriend's eaten fugu before. Is that twice? What you call? It? It Is twice. that what you call it when you're eating blowfish? It's fugu. That's it's a uh, Japanese. So when he was ah. living in Japan, he's eaten it twice, and it is a very dangerous thing to do. If it's not, if you're not qualified, you can actually kill someone. I think I would choose not to eat that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he did it twice. If I survived well, once, I'd be like, well, cool. He's like, I got that rush the first time. I want to see if I get it again. Yeah. It, like, makes your tongue tingle, right? Is that Ooh. what you said? A tongue t- yeah. You have to have a license yeah. to make it. You have to have a license to make it. It sounds not worth it. It sounds so scary. <laughs> All right. How many more fish have we got in this minute? Uh, Just... Two mentioned, I think. Okay, because this minute does but, also feature, like, the musical, the instrumental interlude in the song. Right. Which is when Flounder swims up and, and steals Ariel so away. there's, like, a bunch of fish dancing and... If we see a sea turtle. We see a turtle. I didn't do research on the turtle. It's okay. Uh, we know about turtles. Mr. Turtle from, uh, from Snow White. Yes. There's the conga line. Yes, it, the dance yeah. makes, a, make a, <laughs> the, makes a big appearance in this. All kinds of dancing. The green fish that grabs flounder. flounder. Again, I'm sure it's a very specific um, reference to someone. I don't know what to search for. It's like, <laughs> oh, like the fish with the big hat. But uh, yeah, I feel like if I had been an adult in the 80s, I would have really understood it. Oh, but then you get Sebastian... On top of the turtle, who is juggling starfish, starfish. And on top of the zooming, octopus. It keeps zooming out, and the <laughs> octopus is doing some sort of dancing with other fish. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But then you get back, that's that's the musical interlude. Yes. And Flounder takes Ariel away, which is disappointing. Oh, man. So but sad. then you get the sardine begin the beginning. Yes. The beginning is a popular dance of West Indian Origin, similar to the foxtrot. Okay. Um, so that's what the begin is. I've yes. heard begin the begin before. Um, and I guess they just like, ah, rhymes with sardine. Let's throw it in. Yeah. So- Either that or Sebastian is, um, he, he greatly enjoys dancing, including the begin. Yeah. Sardines, they they have short lives and are very small. And they come in Very tins. small. What? 
They come in tins. They're very salty. Yes. <laughs> That's their natural habitat, right? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, then the the each little clam here, which knows how to jam here, and they're they're mm-hmm. like castanets, kind yeah, of. Yeah, they're doing they're doing like a clicky thing. Yes, and uh, they. There are about 15,000 species of clams. So many different kinds of clams. Wow. Clams are very weird. We dissected clams in my biology class when Uh I was in like junior high. And it was kind of upsetting to dissect clams just because I'm like, these things are so weird. Like, there's just like eight blobs inside them and that's all of their organs. Yeah. And I don't understand. Oh, they're so good though. Clams on a half shell, you just shuck them open and eat them? Oh, The clams I interacted with had been soaked in formaldehyde, so I don't oh, know yeah, about no, that. Not <laughs> that. They, they did not seem that appealing. <laughs> uh, my research on clams. They do not live attached to a substrate like oysters and mussels, and they do not live near the bottom of the ocean like scallops. Okay. They some some only live about one year, but there is one at least one that is over five hundred years old. Whoa! Typically, Damn. they're about thirty five years old by the time that they die. Wow! Um, they live in the sand upside down. What? What's upside down for a clam? I don't know. But that's like, and who said. decided? It's like, oh, see, it's upside down. <laughs> this is obviously the top that it's put upside down. Like. <laughs> If you found it, wouldn't you just assume that it was right side up? Whatever orientation yeah. it had. Yeah, I guess. So I'm I'm really confused. Who said it's like, oh, this stupid clam, it's upside down. Hey, most of these clams are upside down. <laughs> yeah, without, without saying it's like, oh, maybe. That's the maybe right I'm, side up. Yeah, maybe that's how they're supposed to right. be. They, they live in bays if, and along the coast. There's a, clams have a foot. And the foot yeah, goes up, which I guess that would make it upside down. I don't know. When it sticks out that little weird foot thing. Yeah, it's a little tongue. Maybe if that's up, I, I don't know. <laughs> here's, here's one thing I don't understand. Okay. They prefer to be in groups close to each other. They're very social, despite being enclosed in shells. But they don't have brains. So don't have brains they, or do have brains? They do not have brains. No right. brains, but they like grouping together. Yes. yes. So we I'm sure it's got to be just like it's got to be like an instinctual thing, yeah. and not like a brain based thing. So okay. I go clamming a lot. Clamming's a big thing in Rhode Island. You do it in the shallows, and you wear uh, booties, and you just you stomp your feet into the mud, and you dig deep. You dig maybe like within four or five inches into the sand and you'll find something that feels like a rock and you reach down and grab it. And if you find that, you can find between six and 12 clams all living together, all different sizes. So some are really big, some are really small. But if you kind of stay in the same area, you can clam and grab them as much as you can. Then you keep a little basket floating next to you and you pick up the clams and you put them in the basket and you leave a little space at the bottom where any ones that are too small can fall out the bottom and go back into the sand so they can get bigger because you can't take little ones and you also need a license if you're going to collect more than I think 60 or 70 at a time. Huh. Okay. 
We did not know any of that. Nope. Yeah. Well, and, in the this, best. In the in this sequence, it is a group of clams, so it's that family of clams yeah. as the as the castanets, and they know how to jam. Yeah. And then we'll we'll get to the the slugs tomorrow, mm-hmm. but there's a moment when it zooms out and you see like a bunch of fish dancing, and there's like a bunch of pink starfish, and you said, "Hey, it's Pearl from Finding Nemo." I like that starfish. So I, I wanted to mention that you thought it was Pearl. I, well, obviously they aren't all Pearl, although starfish do work like that, where if you cut off one leg, it can like grow two starfish. But that is all I have for today. Oh, was that all? But that that was all. <laughs> um, That's it. I, I have I've gotten through all of my notes for it as well. Crystal Beth, did you have anything else you wanted to say no, about this minute? I have learned a lot about fish. This is a very educational minute of song. You're very welcome. Okay. I'm glad my research paid off. <laughs> it, it it certainly did. Then. You can go ahead and read the outro. As though you didn't do enough talking for this minute. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably exhausted. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, pregnancy. Yes. That's all we have for you today. We are part of Dueling Genre. You can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. There, you will also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all Dueling Genre productions. We are on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. Our guests can be found at... You can find me on social media at the Crystal Beth, and you can listen to my podcasts at uh, on iTunes. Ooh, what wowie! You can listen to them on iTunes. Uh, the Fifth Element, which is about the Fifth Element, I'm doing exactly what these guys are doing a minute at a time, and I have another one about video games called Unlimited Lives Radio. Awesome! Until next time, thank you for making us part of your world. <laughs>